Jesus paved the way, I'm just trying to be a clone Yeah, I serve a king that's forever on the throne Might see me rolling solo, but I'm never alone So the places that I've been, I ain't get there on my own It's been a lot of speculation, like I got it, give it to me I am no one special, I just know I got that favor on me You can look as close as you want and shine a light on my flaws All you'll observe is a constant move of God I'm in awe very often, gotta put a phrase on it There was a coffin with my name on it, God hands stayed on me Broke every chain on me I'm amazed by his grace, homie, redeemed If you knew like I knew, you would serve him too And kick off the old garments Start running towards the mark, the crown that won't tarnish Too clean, wipe it down, no shaman I know you see the fall Oh man, I always got it on me I be quick to use the data Flipping through the pages Dancing just like David Cause you only see me shining You ain't see the tribulation I used to be lost, down, bound Now I'm a prisoner of praises God's been so good Provider and protector Refuge in my shelter Weather storms are raging like a hurricane Or drier than a desert Mountaintop or valley You won't ever see me stressing The enemy got tactics But I be fighting back Worship, that's my weapon You see the glow of Moses Cause I'm always in his presence See a lamp to my feet I'm a sheep in his pasture His heart I'm after Completely captured by it all I know you see the fall That's the favor of God on you That's the glory cloud going before me That's grace and mercy Celebration. Yeah. Absolutely. Celebration. Absolutely. Celebration. I agree. Today. 
brother Sean had a little piece he wanted to leave uh, off with. Yeah, I want to get into uh, uh, oh. <laughs> the topic. Go ahead. Uh, I want to uh, uh, thank you guys for letting me be a part of you know your show, uh, Abstract Excellence. Um, first, I want to send a, a shout out. Actually, we don't need a special day to show the Father. Absolutely. Every day is Father's Day. You, you know what I mean? And uh, again, for our earthly fathers that needs the stroke, Happy Father's Day uh, to you guys. Uh, I want to leave you guys with this. Just because you plant the seed doesn't necessarily make you the farmer. So now, again, to you fathers out there, uh, you standing fathers, I mean, I appreciate what you do. We, we all need to pitch in and help each other to help our children out, you know, to be uh, productive and better citizens. So that's my spiel on Father's Day. Uh, oh, you know something? Uh, Shout out to my dad, whom I lost uh, some time ago. Uh, but still, uh, I understand your pain. And, and, and being a father myself, how it's important that we do what we need to do in order to raise our children, to take them to that next level, that next step. Absolutely. Because you know something, uh, uh, in this society that we have now, a lot of these young men are growing up fatherless and we see a lot of this chaos not not saying that the mothers are bad all of them uh, uh, but we all can do better how about that we all can do better because uh, again uh, uh, we need to set better examples and and be a part of our children's life because they, they look forward to that you know they they look for that pat on the back when I graduated uh, uh, my mother or nor my father, my mother was gone, but or my father was there to say, good job, son. So I got my accolades from my friends and their parents and, 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 and that kind of thing kind of impacts a, a kid. So it's very important that we be a part of their lives. Ironically, it's perfect because it leads right kind of into debate and discussion. Okay. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. You know how we, we, we vibe like that, man. But, um, <laughs> folks, what's going on? So we're going to get right into it. Um, Ms. Stewart's here. Ms. Stewart Davis. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, the Ark is in the building. Oh, we have a caller before oh, okay. we even ask the question. <laughs> So we, we want to kind of get to this question, but uh, go right ahead. <laughs> Carla, you're on. Happy Father's Day. Yes. Oh. Hello? Hello? We can't hear you, Carla. Speaker thing. We're going to move on. Caller, uh, we'll come back to you in a little bit. So uh, we're going to get to the question for today. Siobhan? The question is, why are fathers so undervalued in a day when fathers are clearly needed more than ever? Which kind of goes back to why I said it connects to what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying about the pet on the back. Um, sometimes the simple things, just like uh, how to tie a tie, um, 
maybe even just just going through the puberty process, having having kids as a man, and um, them growing up and realizing like, man, I was not quite ready for all of this uh, at this point. But it, they still don't stop growing, so you kind of got to learn on the fly. Um, and I think not having my dad made it a lot harder. And I realized um, I kind of started to kind of realize some of the things that maybe he went through and why, you know, he maybe made some of the choices he made and why he isn't here today. That said, um, as you, I believe, Siobhan alluded to, so we should kind of reword that question a bit. Why are fathers in our community, community in our culture? In because our culture, I, I see so that it's more so, yeah. yes, so undervalued um, when clearly the lack thereof is a huge issue. And the results show that much. Yeah. Well, well you guys, I mean, just to uh, chime in, it's a system that's by design, especially for black families, that chose to remove the, f the father figure out of the family. Because you know something, uh, if, if we look at our history, when there were fathers, or even, I'll even go good times, they had the strong father figure you know, in, in, in James, and, and, and so if you ask a lot of people that grew up in that era or name a father figure as far as television is concerned or media, they would pick him as a, a strong father, and, and he was the head of that family. So again, that in, in itself is, is teaching us the importance of that father. So again, now, like I said, that, that, that system or entity that want to take that father figure out of our homes, you know, and, and then liberate the women like you don't need a man, you know what I mean? And, and so we have this genre going on and, and, and like say even with the, uh, uh, the women's uh, liberation and the feminist movement and all of this, this and that, and, and, and clearly it, it, it takes two. Uh, uh, you know, to raise a family. Absolutely. Which would kind of, I said, I, you know. Whew. Okay. So, um. Just gonna get right into it, not gonna. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, I, the more I contemplate it, the more, uh. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Usually I wouldn't do this, but, uh. So I want to share my situation. Um. I have four kids. Three of them are sitting here. One of them I haven't seen in four years. Um, Take your time, man. So I made choices, right? Uh, that led to, you know, I guess the outcome, so to speak. I'm married, I've been married for 14 years pushing 14 years. Um, been with her a little over 20. Um, but we've gone through some things. As we like to talk about, I don't like to say made some mistakes, but um, we made some, some choices we shouldn't have made that led to uh, decisions that eventually led to me stepping out and doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, even though we were on a, you know, but uh, that said, 
I did what I did, and my other son's mother, his name is Aiden, um, didn't let me know initially uh, that she was even pregnant or that I even had a child until about two and a half years in. So I get a knock at my door, um, and it's a private detective asking me, do I know her? And um, of course I say, yeah. And then uh, ask me, did I know my son? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know him. Now, mind you, I'm, this is all new for me, so I'm thinking like, well, maybe something happened to us. I'm thinking maybe he did something to her because I didn't know who he was at the time. Long story short, get paper, go to court, test my son. Go through struggles, different things. Um, eventually, she goes through some things that's going on. I wind up taking my son, not taking from her, but she, I, he had to live with me. So he was with me prior to her picking him up one day and whatever. Um, so I stepped to the plate, even though I was married with children. My son Aiden is only two months younger than my son Jacob, who said no one left. Uh, Struggles, fights with my wife, tough times in the house, but through it all, that's my son. I'm gonna step up, I'm gonna take to the plate. That's not a brag, that's a point to get to what I'm saying. I haven't seen him in four years. Um, after stepping up to the plate, doing all that, going through all of this, I'm not, I'm still not really sure where her head is, and I hope maybe somewhere she sees this and hears this and it makes sense. But um, that said, I, I don't know why it makes it right for her to do what she did. Now, we did have a disagreement that was a bit heated, and I said some things in the text that maybe went too far, but it was prior to, well, in reaction to her saying something about my oldest son that she shouldn't have said, and I don't play with my kids, I lose it. Um, my wife knows this, my mother knows this. Anybody that knows me knows, you just don't. That's not what we gonna do. Um, that's it. The, the best way you can hurt me is through my kids. So. She picks him up one day after school, um, as she would on a weekend, because I had him during a week, going to school for my house. And uh, I haven't seen him since. Now, I kind of am starting to get some uh, general idea of the vicinity she's in. But, um, you know, I, I've been judged harshly because I said I don't want to hunt her down on my own. This is, this is not for me to do. I, I don't want to get caught in a situation. First and foremost, this is how I got in this situation. I, I made the choice of playing a game with my wife that I shouldn't have been playing in the first place. I should have just walked away from that. That's the real of it. That said, um, I made the choices I made. Uh, I like to think that I learned from them. So what I'm not going to do is enter into the game of her being able to use something against me. So I'm, I'm going to take and wait my time and use the court system the same way that females tend to use the court system. And despite people telling me this, this, that, and the third, I know who I am as a father. My children are sitting right here. And my son, wherever you are, I love you. And um, there's nothing your mother can do to change that. That said, that's where the question comes from. Well, you need to be commended on that, bro. I'm giving you these kudos on that, man. You, you, you know what I mean? Because a lot of fathers just give up. Well, that's that's not even optional. Um, I, I've gone through some things this weekend with my wife that has uh, opened my eyes up to certain things and how people see things and perspectives and judgment based on um, 
to say until half the story. So I thought I would just come here right now, so so live and everybody, Instagram, you, everybody can see it. So uh, his mother, wherever she is, which it's enough people between somebody's gonna say something. This is how the world works. Um, but I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. Same person, same mindset. You will see me. That's a lot. I know that's a well, hiccup. <laughs> to well, follow just, up. Let me just say this. You um, you know me and you've had many conversations. Okay. Me and you have had many conversations, and um, I definitely commend you just taking accountability. Absolutely and staying true to being a man and not just a male. So we've always had those conversations, but you had said something during it when you were uh, speaking about your truth, which validation is for parking. You really don't need to validate anyone else. You know what's, what it is. So, but I wanted to say something in reference to you. You had said that you wanted to, you're going to use the court system the same way women do. And typically women, typically do use the court system and more so of what it's not meant for. It's more so in a tug of war on if things doesn't work out or, you know, uh, upon like, you know, so I just wanted you to kind of, it's not, you're not doing it in a vindictive or or spiteful way. way. You're doing what you have to do rightfully because that's the only way because there's no other mediation resolution. I'm glad you said that because I don't want it to come off. Ironically, part of the the tuggle with why this judgment on this perspective is because it's actually the opposite of that. Like, whatever you think, girl, um, I'm not trying to take him from you. It's actually the opposite. People think I should come after you, but I don't want to rip my son from his mother. I would never do that, ever. Not ever. Um, I only had my mother for most of my life, so why would I do that? But what I'm what I'm not going to do is allow uh, my child to be used as a power play and that's what I mean by devaluing the fathers like you, you can't use a child as a, as a chip to control the flow of how he reacts or doesn't react to what you want or don't want and um, I think that places less value on the father in general because the father's role is far more important than just what he does for you or what he can do for you, or whether he makes you happy, or he's getting on your nerves, because that has absolutely nothing to do with what he does with his children. So the value should be put in that. Um, that's it. I don't want to take, you know, I feel like I'm. So I got a question though. So, so what is it that y'all can, what advice can y'all can give to like young fathers, first time fathers, and first time marriages, young couples out there right now looking at the show? Like, what advice do y'all have for them? About fatherhood? Yeah. I guess for me, the only thing I can, um, that just came and it always comes to mind is, you know, history before future. I think that will eliminate a lot of issues, discrepancies, uh, broken households, Pawns and static court things. I think when you have or know a history of a person, and this goes both ways, we're talking about men right now. Um, I think when you do have a history or some sort of history with knowing the person or having history, meaning uh, dealing with that person, 
first before having a future you can kind of like gauge characteristics behaviors um both ways men and women but again we're talking about them men um i think that that plays a big part sometimes i feel like people tell us exactly what yeah and who they are mm -hmm. they sell us and men yeah. do just like women do yes. men do and i feel like as women it's typically overlooked we can't see past what we want so then a child is born and we do things to lead up to that which we know what the ultimately you know your multiple choices happen you know what that is so i just feel like if you if we had more history before futures i think that it could help a lot with the strain on relationships and broken household because i do believe that you can co-parent and for whatever for that for whatever reason things not work um i just think that it needs to be a clear representation i think we ourselves need to when we speak of men we need to stop devaluing them because even when we speak of father's day we do air quotes mm -hmm. that's already you taken away we don't do that when we talk about mother's day we don't discredit women and just there is um absent moms and things like that but immediately with our men and our black men and our black fathers we discredit them immediately the first thing we say is good fathers. We don't do that with mothers. We just say happy Mother's Day and we make it broad. So we ourselves take and devalue our own fathers. So I think that we have to come together with the core of us and speak, speak into it and pour more into it and stop taking these negative connotations and how we mean it because that's exactly what we mean when we say it. Okay. So I think that that's how the way of the world is. I think it's our, I think we kind of put out there and we set the tone for what is actually being seen. And your question was what, I know what it was, but I want to make sure I understand. About, it was yeah. the youth, right? Yeah. It was the and, youth, right? It was yeah. when you asked youth and kids, <laughs> don't do it, B. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That was really the simple answer, because youth, kids, don't do it. However, when you say youth, you mean really youth? No, not really. You're talking Just about the young adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah young adult. Even, even them, maybe don't listen. If you can Why wait. Why do you say don't? What, no, I'm just saying, overall, just no, I'm not saying, no, listen, I love my kids. They right here. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like you, it's not really about the kids being the problem. It's about not being ready to be a parent because you're going to screw up somebody's life. But just the thing, I don't this think, is real. Ah, that thing about being ready, I think you can be 35, 40, you can be in your career, can you can be stable. I just think, I and you that. can, I just think that sometimes things make you ready. You, you know, and that's everything. And definitely with children, I don't know sometimes if you can always be ready. Um, you can get ready far as uh, miscellaneous things, buying mm -hmm. things, but the mental part of it, I think that I can be around, I can't, I can be around children and I can nurture and not be a mom mm -hmm. and be a mother figure, just like fathers, you have the, but when it's your own and you have it full force and it's all on you, it's a bit different. So it's kind of hard to say, but this is the thing. So, like what you're saying would put them say because what I'm trying to say is some people wind up having children early and just probably should never have kids, but they don't realize it because they haven't gotten to know themselves yet. You know, so, they, they so, haven't grown into the point of maturity to understand their level of patience and actually what it takes to be a parent. But they may already have kids. So you can't take you can't send a kid back after you like, you know what, I just don't have the patience. No baby souls, you can't take them back to the base. <laughs> <laughs> well but you know, you guys uh, but what is ready? You, you, you know what I mean? As as a young person, you're still experiencing life, and 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 you're growing in in in, in that aspect. So, 
That's why I say you get ready. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and it's a it's a mental process. Um, to use myself as an example, and I was proud of my record. Uh, I was 28 when my first was born, mm -hmm. and I was happy with my record. Now, preparations or getting ready, because actually, who prepares? If People if it prepare. happens, it, it it happens, and and now. As the person involved, you hope that they step up, and you hope it is with somebody that you plan on being with. Uh, I, I mean, but things happen, and, and 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 like Siobhan was saying, you know, history. And I'm I, I can go for myself again. My history is coming up from a single parent family, so when a child was to be born out of my body. I didn't want my child to come up like I did without a father. You, you, you know what I mean? So that was my, how I geared my, you know, my future, you know, aspects and, and things of that nature. But again, things happen. And, and, and of course, in that, my son had to experience some of the things that I experienced. And that's the last thing in the world I ever wanted my son to go through. Like I was saying, the graduation uh, uh, at, at, at the football games, you know, you kind of look up in the audience and, and you look for that familiar face that, that give you that encouragement or, or, or whatnot. This is so. the tricky thing about that, and it's funny you just said that, you brought that up, because I would like to think that my dad probably would have said the same thing. And, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I consciously knew my father's history, right? Mm -hmm. So quick background. Dad, four kids, three baby moms, one wife. My mother was the last of them, but that, whatever. Okay, so that being said, he uh, kind of did things similar. Well, he did things the exact same way, but twice. Mm -hmm. Is I did, but I knew that, and I consciously said I wouldn't be like that and somehow it happened mm -hmm. so in my head it's like how like I knew what was going on here yeah. and I said I wouldn't make that mistake you know and I still somehow did you know and and even with some other male family members um uncles and so forth and so on like different things you you see it, and you're like, "Now nah, I'm not going. I'm, I'm gonna do things differently. I'm gonna live my life in this way." But then you get older, and you go through things, and but you know, sometimes it's not you. Now, in, in in my particular situation, this was her way of getting the man. That didn't work. You, you, you know what I mean? And 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 so, uh, like I said, a lot of times. It's, it's not you. I, I mean, you know, yes, there could have been some things I could have done to prevent it, but... Why you shake your head? Because I, basically I believe that's kind of what, what, what the reason was for how things went down with, with Aiden. That's basically what I told you. Like, you don't get your way, then you put into action you mean in correspondence to what he what was he saying with? in terms of her, her, his son's mother wanted him, so when it didn't work out, that's why his son went through 
before you went through it. Yeah, uh, like I said, I'm, I mean, this was her way of getting the man. Now, again, as the man, there could have been things I could have been doing just to prevent that, but I, I, I've, I've dodged the bullets, if you will, not saying that I was living reckless, but I kind of dodged a bullet for 28 years, and then all of a sudden, blam. It, it, you know, now, to take it even further, and she's my daughter, and I love her to death, but found out years later, well, not years later, I always had an idea, uh, but she wasn't from my body. Mm, and okay. so I got you. now through but that doesn't the efforts you... of, of the mom, the mom knew this, so she immediately came back with. That, that would be another. You see what I'm saying? That's so, another interesting topic because that still doesn't make you any less than a father. Any less well, well father. yeah, exactly. But like I said, it's, as far as fatherhood and as far as history, I didn't want that for my children. Because I, I, I know the struggles. I experienced the struggles coming up in, in that some manner. Things, some things you can't. You, you I know think what she mean? says that a lot. Some things you just can't avoid. I mean, you can't, you can't plan for. That's, Definitely. That's I want to remember. I want to go back to something you and said. call in people to join in if you so choose. I want to call in. I mean, not call it. I want to uh, <laughs> mention. I want to comment on something you had said about, you know, the, you know she which is, you hear the term all the time, women have children sometimes to keep men, and, and then the saying after that comes and it don't keep a man. I think that loosely that saying should be altered. I think that some women may, and I think that the history is that women have children, so maybe it should be changed to stay in a man's life because if you do have a child by a man, whether he wants to be with you or not. To some extent, you're going to be in his life, whether. Oh, yeah. You know. So maybe it should Absolutely. be changed more so to, to be in a man's life because whether you are together or not, you have to think about it. You have now a tie to this woman. This and prior to before yeah. you didn't, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, this child is now uh, not even 18 years because at first it like after 18 years, no. Because you got to think about it even with children when you get you know. It, it doesn't change you. You're never not a parent. You know, you are still a parent when you are, your child is 40, you are still a parent. Right. So maybe right. it should be more so to stay in a man's life more so than keep him because clearly well, it doesn't make the I relationship think, stay together. Yeah. But in some cases, and I won't, I do think that some men uh, will stay to be able to give their children the things that they didn't have. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and Absolutely. you know, they will make that. And women, they've said men, women have done it many times, stayed in marriages but, but or situations. But when men do it, though, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's men, you know, it, it's different. Let's just say that. I, mean, it's, I think it's, it's dismissive. It, it's um, very dismissive, though. And it's problematic for me. Yeah, I think it's dismissive. Um, I don't know about problematic, but I think that you make sacrifices, that's the thing. You well, know, you what you might didn't want it to work, but when a child comes, I don't think nothing's wrong with if you and your girlfriend at the time, you're young, um, kind of like was 
you know, kind of growing apart and she become pregnant, you stepping up and trying to put more into making it work, I don't think nothing's wrong with that. I think that you are supposed to change when you stepping into fatherhood and right. you make right. sacrifices, you do things you wouldn't normally do, you put. This is all, this this whole, and I'm trying not to go off. Well, well, well like, you, like you said, Sharon, <laughs> uh, uh, we need to change that narrative because currently, as it is, it sets a mindset, and, and, and we fall victim to that mindset. So if we change that narrative, you know, some, okay, you and, and the mother didn't work out, but y'all should work out for the benefit of that child. Yeah, you, I don't think you know anything's I mean? wrong with trying to make something right. work out. That's just like with schooling, anything that's difficult, if you teach people or children or men, women to gracefully bow, not gracefully bow out. This is the thing, this is a problem. Everything is all twisted up. Like the, the whole dynamic of life and what it's all about, we put here to get to an eventual point. It's family. So explain to me why then would you, everything else be the priority. And, and when, I, when I say that, it's this. I think we talk about this. Marriage, when getting married, <laughs> exactly. When getting married, it becomes optional and conditional with which the things you can live with or without. But if I get married, I'm getting married to the commitment that till death do us part. So if you understand that point in that commitment, you don't make that commitment. However, because the idea and the design of marriage itself is a joke in this oh, we particular always talk time, about um, people a have joke. a mindset of like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna get married because, well, you know, I, I want to say I got somebody here, or I got a man. So it's or, becomes trendy. This, it's it's been trendy lately. But I would you, say for the last your, five on, years. You, you sign yourself up for all types of craziness, right? And then you blame the other person, or you get married for the wrong reasons to start with, and you're not even ready to be married. So then, when when you screw up and you start the games, right, and you f marriage up from jump, then. When he catch up, then it's like, oh, well, you hurt me, but you weren't ready. You played this game to get what you wanted before you ever actually was committed to the actual. Well, you know how I feel about all that. Exactly. So, so, so when you're talking about real, when people talk about real and telling the whole story, tell the whole story. Own your business because you choose to lay down with this man or woman that's taking you through whatever they're taking you through. Meanwhile, the, the stand-up dude gets almost virtually nothing because he's doing what he's supposed to do. But, but the one that causes the problem, there you go. Because you can't tell me how, how, how all these chicks out here, you got women with four or five baby fathers, and you're telling me she that bad, but she, 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 she had this many, and she that bad? Somebody made a choice. So you can't call her a bad person, or even with, with the five baby fathers or whatever. Like, you can't keep blaming the, the stuff on this person when you understood walking into the door. Listen. This ain't. I go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. We folks talking my father's Okay. Let, let me jump in right quick. Uh, 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 now, going from Jermaine's uh, uh, aspect, and and to answer your question even more, Anthony, uh, and this is the importance of having a, a spiritual foundation, because that kind of, well, not kind of. That's the guideline that 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 tells you uh, 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 the blueprint of what marriage, how you should act that, accordingly. That, that would be a whole nother. Well, think, but, but, but even still, it, it has changed. I don't want everybody's spirits. No, right. no, no, but no. I think I, the, the deeper point to that would be the covenant, when we talk about the covenant, but that's why I didn't even bring that up. Let me just say this. You know how we have, you, we always talk about like history repeating itself or 
you know, uh, the last time we spoke about love is an actuary was things stated like, uh, I don't really want to get off course, but it was something in reference to what we were told by our elders and X, Y, Z misrepresentation. Check this out. How about this? How we both agree. I don't know how you feel about um, what you see sometimes depict apart as the um, new millenniums and our generation with marriage versus older and elder. We never were shown a bad representation or a jokeable part of marriage. We set that tone because I came from a household, two-parent household, Mm -hmm. grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, everyone. My cousins had their father. It was very common. Yeah, Yeah, it was very common. So when I use the term that marriage is joke, I'm always very quick before I disrespect any history of my own parents, my aunts, my uncle. I have aunts and uncles that still marry my my parents, my uh, football's parents are 44 years, 45 years. When I say that, I do say our generation, I feel like because we we tend to um, take monogamy, uh, knowing ourselves, all of these things for a joke. Back then, I'm thinking that the foundation of the covenant was needed so badly because of representation of slavery and everything else. Right. I think that it was more so, you know where I'm getting at? I don't want to get too too much off topic, just, I think, but I think the commitment in general was different because I don't I don't I don't even want to say necessarily because my grandfather I do we just talk about this my grandfather and grandmother my that, grandfather, that's a whole don't yeah, even say that I mean, but we had a lot of kids too though right so, oh know, okay my grandmother though they was they was the ones though but they did a lot of a lot of things the couples couldn't make it through the day I promise you that and my family know exactly what I'm talking about but they my grandmother and grandfather would go at it but however. If you step, and this is my understanding of what I heard, if you step in the middle of what they're going through, you you got you gonna have problems. So at that point, what I'm telling you is that's the I always say that's the type of love I want. Like you know, that's the commitment that I want. That's that. Listen, if you want to get out of here, we are gonna get out of here. You be like uh, Hunger Hunger Games. That's what I want. But that's commitment. It's not saying that's what you want. That energy, that environment. But I'm saying the commitment to lock in the fight for something bigger than yourself. That's what I believe the covenant should be about. But you know, you can't have you can't do that when you got scarred little girls and you're know, supposed to be about fathers. So stop talking about women. So what do y'all think the term a good father went wrong at? Like long time way down the line, to where fathers were looked up as heroes and now they looked up to where now they just like deadbeat dads to everybody else. I let you. you know, I. I think it's, um, I guess, more so of, I really feel like it's our culture. I'm, I'm learning a lot when I get around other um, ethnics and backgrounds. I'm learning a lot. Some things and certain things we go through, we say we do, I'm learning that it's, it's us. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a home, it's, it's not a, you know, a male more so thing. It's our broken families and household. I don't know where the deadbeat dad part came into place, but here's the thing. Maybe some of it is the household and and what is being put out there and how I was stating earlier with how we do classify men or how we do the Father's Day. It's always like you say something, but you undermine it. You know, that type of thing. So but, I think mm-hmm. the negative connotation has been so... 
so welcoming, never checked, never, you know, you know, we check things any other time, but we, we probably allow this to go too far because I didn't hear that term a lot growing up. I honestly didn't see, and maybe because at, back then children were children, we played, we were to be seen, not to be heard. So we really didn't, I come in your home. If your dad wasn't out, just maybe assume well, he was you, at work. Well, you, you said, you said like I was talking about women, so now I'm gonna talk about men. That, that problem is because you have, men are different now too, the, the, the men, are a lot males. weaker minded. I'm sorry, you're right. The males are a lot weaker minded in the sense of, listen, the simplest thing for me, which goes over way too much that I'm totally not okay with, take all flat force, happy wife, happy life. My uncles, my grandfather, it would have never he flew. He always say that. It would have never <laughs> flew. Happy wife, happy that. life. Like, y'all, man, listen. Go ahead. But anyways, that's got to that's gotta come Some, from somewhere, like, somewhere the yeah. only thing I could think is we started to devalue our men. And right then, when they started to do stuff, allow stuff like that. When you <laughs> happy life, like happy wife, wife does not have. That's just like well, uh, again. I say with with the newfound freedoms that black women gained. Now they joined this white organization because they were fighting for their freedoms. They couldn't smoke. Mm -hmm. They couldn't vote, and so them individually, let's say for instance, as, as a single group of white women, couldn't pull it off. So they had to employ the help of the black women to, in order to get their agenda across. Now, once that became uh, a, a thing, okay, black women was like more and more, because throughout history, black women has always been basically the pillar of, of, of the family. Absolutely. Because again, Absolutely. Uh, uh, we as men, we couldn't stand up to massa in them. And, 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 and so uh, the mother had to protect the son. And so that whole type of thing just continued to, to get worse. You, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't be the pillar of the family if you're twerking and taking selfies. Say that again? You can't be the pillar of the family if you're twerking and taking selfies. It's well, <laughs> okay. no, I'm making a oh, point. Oh, okay. Well, well, okay. Now, <laughs> that's if, a whole if new they, That's a whole, yeah. Now, if they was twerking back <laughs> then, listen, it was by accident. Yeah, listen to what I'm saying. I get what y'all are saying, but you got to understand what you're talking about was then. And if you're going, if we're going, because growth is uncomfortable, if we're going to call a spade a spade, we got to talk about what's going on now and how uh, to fix Okay, that. but you didn't see that that's back it. then. So we it didn't, didn't come, from, it didn't come from back there. Was, it didn't, but what I'm saying is that was then. How do we fix this? Because that's what he, he asked. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Well, you know, we so. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to get back involved in, 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 in who we are. And first and foremost, knowing your self-worth. Or maybe just that's uplifting our memoir. Just, I think if we start there, just uplifting our memoir, maybe that will start to set the tone for being able to give them, not even really give them because women, we don't do that with women. So I just think setting the tone and, and being more positive and accepting and uh, praising our men more, I think that that will help change the narrative about think, yeah sometimes it's just simple deadbeat dads yeah. and no good men and those things and i think that maybe if we just stop you know how we said no to the artwork maybe if we stop using certain things and um trying to 
the money, great, money uh, you know, like maybe, yeah, and that's the only thing I can I can think of. We would have to change, because I really don't even know where Actually, I think if you, could take, if you could take it and, and take that away for a second, because I think that does all jokes to the left. I mean, every, I think money plays a huge part. You said money. Yes, it where plays a huge part in, um, in the devaluing of such, because I'm saying from the standpoint of if I'm a good father, per se, in terms of investment and action, but I'm, I'm not necessarily able to afford to be able to give the amount of money that you request. I'm then a bad father, even if I'm a good father. You know what I'm saying? You don't get it? Mm, yeah, I get, uh, yeah, I get, yeah. I get so, it. So it's to say, like, if I, if I can't afford my child, I'm not a good child. I'm not a good father, no matter what I do. In some cases, depending on the mindset of... No, no, that's true. Yeah, I, so. I, I can give you that. That's true. Wow. Is it Whoa. the man when mindset that, or the woman mindset? Both. I think, I think yeah, the women have been putting out there so much that sometimes we make we both, men yeah, feel like if absolutely. you all don't. Yes. But it's funny because when you, uh, it's so many sayings that I don't understand. And I, I want to mention that because without saying so much, I grew I, the way I grew up with my father and uncles and my dad being in the street and things like that. I didn't know that growing up. We don't know things about that mm -hmm. that we whole northeast right. We we were children, so we, we didn't know. You know how it. you all know? We didn't right. know. We didn't. We were literally children to be seen, not to be heard. Our parents' stories were told by other people to us. Yeah. We didn't know these things. So coming up, uh, I tell people all the time when they say, "Oh, you and your sisters, you all had this, you all had that, Gucci this and that," and I always tell people, if you don't give me to a certain age, we do remember certain stuff. But if you don't give me a picture and I'm going through old memories, I can tell you more about my upbringing. I mentioned more about cutting down the tree and going to the Christmas tree farm and uh, sitting and making Easter baskets and doing these things more than I do the earrings with my name in it. Because those, for me, I, I was lucky enough to have be in a household where I, we were financially stable but we also had that time. My mom did a lot of hands-on stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, my father did too. So for me, I don't think that the financial part overshadows the time. I think that it should be a clear balance. Think that's about celebrities. Think about basketball players. Their children are, that's most of them, right. are financially well off, but what about the ones that's on the road and Mr. Games and all those things? I'm pretty sure these these young guys who parents are doctors and so forth, I'm pretty sure they would much rather them to take off and catch a game or those things more than they would the finances. And that's just one of those things. When you hear people maybe put their finances more, I really just think that's their mindset. Maybe because that's what they were brought up with. And this is a fact of life. Nothing, nothing replaces human interaction. Positive when you're talking strokes. about growing when you relationships, said that, I ain't even going to tell you what I like. <laughs> No, I believe that. But, but in, 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 in your life, Sharon, In terms of this era, I'm sorry, my bad. No, no, you, in you terms said, of social media, like you can't replace that. So investment of time is probably the most underappreciated thing in our society today because we spend so much time like i said either texting or fly by night it's, it's quick even in, in our conversations now you, you notice the things you, people answer quick they don't want to talk they don't want to read a whole lot everything has to be abbreviated it's sad listen when you were saying that 
about the investment and the time, immediately what just immediately came to my mind was, I don't know if you guys remember Annie, um, the, the movie Annie, yeah. Hard Knock mm -hmm. Life, and when she left the orphanage and went to Mr. Warbuck's house, mm -hmm. and they were all, you know, telling her, oh, you know, you get here, there's this huge house, and I remember when she looked around, and the lady was like, oh, okay, so where do you want to go? And she looked and she said, maybe I should start with the steps to the window so I can work my way down. And they were like, no, 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 Annie, you are a guest. You are not supposed to lift a finger. We'll cater to you. And the first thing she said is, how do I earn my key? Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, she didn't have money. She knew she didn't. So her way of earning her keep, she didn't think she could stay there without it's doing right. anything. Right. And that was, I'm just using that because I, I always remember that as a child, That's you know, when idea. Annie said that, how do I earn my keep? And they were like, you're a guest. You don't have to do anything. I think that when we talk about that finances thing, it is also when we, you know, if you don't have the finances, you know, you do the time. But you have a lot of people who have the finances and they feel like because they do, they don't have to spend the time. Right. So the ones that is in the limbo and maybe not financially stable enough to be able to afford the things that maybe the, the other parent is asking or the child is asking, the only medium to that is to, of course, you know, be there as much as possible and still you have to survive, though. But when, when you were saying that, that's the first thing I thought about when you were talking about the finances, when Amy was saying, you know, you have to earn your keep. And that's what people say. You think you all say it all the time. My kids can't eat these books and this and the third. We got to kind of like maybe change <laughs> saying all that stuff. This was, was my thing. Like people think one way or the other, whatever it is or whoever you are, like people think. Or they base their value on a salary or a number to start with. So that would then allow this, uh, a sense of false security on who they are and where they are in society or where they are in life in general. Because you make six figures, you feel like I'm smart and I'm automatically a good parent. And that also makes me good wife material, right? But how can you place value in the money? Because if you don't have the money, who are you? And I tried to explain this to many people that like to test different theories with me, uh, that whether I have it or whether I don't, you're going to get the full thing no matter what. You want the smoke, you can get it. Well, no a toy can't a toy can't replace that interaction <laughs> or that pat on the back. You, you, you know what I mean? That kids need that positive stroke. Like, Siobhan, in, in, in your life, with your family, you receive constantly positive strokes that made you who you are today and and and, and your mindset on, on on things so now the reverse of that and i'm sure you guys probably heard it from time to time you might be in a store and a mother may just degrade her child now if you keep influencing that type of uh, uh of uh, um, attitude the child's going to grow up with that negative attitude so that's the, the importance of that positive stroking. So it doesn't matter what kind of money you got. Uh, 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 give an example. We did a little uh, a thing for um, uh, 1441 where we was out there feeding the homeless. It was two brothers. They was twins. Now, and they looked like homeless cats, you know, and they was raggly as, as a can of sauerkraut, as an old saying. But anyway, <laughs> as raggly as they were, when they nephew seen them, when their nephew seen them, they ran to the boy's arms and gave them unconditional love. They didn't see the raggliness. 
they just saw the love of that particular. So those cats in their state that they were in were stroking these kid, this kid with some positive strokes to the point that the kid didn't see the raggliness. The kid didn't see the bumminess. The kid didn't see the homelessness. The kid saw a, it was a love. And the mama had to pull the kid away because they didn't want to leave their uncles. So that's, that's the impact of that positive stroke. So I don't know what their little relationship was, but it was something that those kids didn't see. None of that. And all they knew, that was Uncle Bob, and they ran over and hugged Uncle Bob. And I think to add to the point of answering your question, I think I actually was, I don't know how I missed that. The, the first thing you can do is find you. That's, that's, the, that's, what you, that's how you can, you can say you're giving your advice to young people on being a parent. Like, before you become a parent, if possible, learn yourself. Because I think that, that'll help a lot in terms of what you draw in. People go looking for somebody to have a kid with, and that was not how it was designed. If, if, you, if you work on being the best version of yourself that you can be, your energy will attract the people and uh, situations that God has for you eventually. Um, but you have to work continually every day, work on being the best version of yourself, treat people the way you want to be treated. Think about what you're saying before you speak. Just little simple things. It's about you in the end because what you attract a lot of the times is what you get. So, yeah, just to add to that, um, when Jermaine was saying that to you, I was thinking immediately maybe um, kind of just one of the things that when you had asked early on with new parents, uh, new fathers, new uh husbands, all the above, fairly new and young. Um, I think the only thing I could say to that is the whole time while everyone is talking, I think the only thing that I'm thinking, well, the thing that I'm thinking right now is be who you needed. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. if you needed a, a brother, you needed a, a you needed something on. from your right. big brother. Mm-hmm. You needed more from your dad, more from your uncle, um, more from your father. That's so dope. when you become those things, you can kind of be that to, that you needed to your child or your niece or your nephew. I think that that can kind of make us see things a bit different when it's difficult or when it's hard times or when there's some things going on yeah. and you just like Absolutely. just. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine is on one today. <laughs> yeah, child support, all the above. But I would say be what you needed. Whatever it is you needed, whatever it was different, be that at whatever time, not necessarily age, whatever it is at a difficult time or the person you felt that you needed. All right. <laughs> Back to me, I guess. Yeah. She said I was on one. I was trying to just let y'all do y'all thing. You know, I didn't want to keep that. Nevertheless, um, I think we can uh, all do a better job, honestly, of taking accountability for the choices we make. Because I think once we really begin to do that, then, then we can, one, you don't have time to take and point the finger if you're really honest, because we all know we're imperfect, right? And despite those of us that believe that, uh, <laughs> about me. you know, <laughs> so you, we, we all have our flaws, man. So you, you're not going to, um, 
you're not going to get out of here, meaning life without flaws. So you kind of just have to hone self. And, and when you're doing that, you, you know, that's, there comes accountability. But if you're not accountable for your choices, you're going to point the finger and it's always going to start war. Always going to start war because you're guilty of something, too. I'm guilty of something. You're guilty of something. So the best thing to do is, you know what, let me, you know what, let me take this on the chin. You got me, Charlie. Good one. I'm going to own up to it. I'm going to do my bit and uh, lick my wounds and grow from it. You know what I'm saying? And rather than continually fighting wrong, so you're going to compound the wrong with the wrong, and then what? And then you wonder why we have so many issues in the community. Like, nobody wants to just be accountable. You know what? I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I slept with so-and-so, and that probably was a bad choice. Um, it wasn't mis- it wasn't a mistake because I enjoyed it, but it was definitely a choice. Right, and it didn't warrant. It doesn't always warrant <laughs> yes. the actions behind it that's caused it, because if things that's the go, part I have to deal with. But yeah, right. I got, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'd be saying that yeah. to you. It doesn't warrant those type of behaviors, though. I mean, we can disagree and things like that, but just because. I don't agree with something you say. I don't get to snatch your wallet and you ain't getting it back. Take your son for four years and not see him, right? I was just going to go with the wallet, Jermaine, but okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. So, you know, um, and just to add to that, you know, about the undervalue of our fathers, you know, absent men are just as prevalent. Our absent fathers are just as prevalent as our toxic mothers. Yeah. And that's just to make it, honestly, we, we talk more about that, but it's just as toxic and, and just as bad as our, for our children as our, no, <laughs> so I, I, I say that to say even the things of how do we get Debbie dads, if I always say this to you, I don't, I didn't see things go on in my household when my parents, my mom had her little sister in the same community as us, the same building, all of, they were really close, you know, so I always tell Jermaine, whatever my parents went through, I'm assuming because I didn't see it in the household, she was confining her sister. Mm-hmm. You know, she would maybe tell him because she didn't tell me bad things mm-hmm. or my sister. We didn't see those things. Whatever that was going on, whatever issues they had in their marriage, I'm assuming they may have confided into their friends because they didn't confide into us. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing about that. That's why I mentioned about the toxic with the women and the ops, and you hear so much about the fathers not being there, but it's so many toxic households yeah, with the I mean, moms. I, I, so. was, I was gonna ask this question, that's why I laughed, but since you brought it back, I wasn't gonna ask it, but then I was, I'm gonna go ahead and ask it. So how can you have so many great mothers on Mother's Day, and all these great mothers crown themselves good and great mothers, and all these dysfunctional, screwed up situations in schools with these children, and the, the PTA, specifically in our community, the PTA rate in most of these meetings are like 20%. Uh, your kid, in some cases, may be reading two levels below, but they fly and they fresh. And you know what? We, we made the world it has already said that you're a great mother. So therefore, you now take into the concept. You get women who mom. don't even have their children being wished. To, so it's, it's what is acceptable because I'm going to be honest, when I hear so many people bash man i i mean i know a lot of young guys and i know and i would say the majority i know men who don't have children but the ones that do are great great fathers very good fathers so sometimes i'll be looking at females with well, who are you around because i see great fathers a lot i mean i see it a whole lot i don't 
I'm not saying, I know that there are just maybe not as equal as women, but I see a lot of my son, Godfather is phenomenal, stepped up before he even had his own child. Our son was born first and um, he stepped in, you know, really young, never having his own, at this point he didn't have his own child and did everything, school, um, meetings, IEP meetings, we went to go see special needs schools, all of these things. Uh, a friend of mine named Londo, uh, so many men that I know that have children and not with their it's, child's it's mother. They are great stand-up men. It's my brother, I mean, my cousins, it's I mean, they might not in their lifestyle, but when it comes to their children, they are great, phenomenal men. And I feel like it needs to be put out there more. It's definitely under, look, my niece's father, he is just, the uh, gosh, he's just, he's everything and they adore him so much. So the only thing I could think of is the household adoring our men more because I see good fathers. I definitely see them. And I see the young good ones too. Nobody has it all together in the beginning right. and everything is a hiccup, but it doesn't take the fact from have been a great father. You might, I might not be great to you in a relationship, it does not take the fact that from. he's a great that, father. That's what, that's what has to change, because basically everything you just say points to the point. If I just say it um, clearly, there are a lot of stand-up dudes. Obviously, there's some perception issues here. And if she's louder than him, and he, matter of fact, he may not even be trying to defend himself. It's like you said, I'm not validating what I am. I already know mm -hmm. what I am. And as a real man, I'm not doing it. So perspective. If, if all she yells is, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't. <laughs> At some point, you believe that's the majority of what history before future. And if a future slide up in there, that's it. Listen, just that's it. That's it, folks. Got to figure it out. <laughs> we are at the end of our show, and um, as always, we want to take a walk down some seriousness for a second. And wish oh. all the fathers, all the fathers, a happy, happy, absolutely that's safe, fathers fulfilling Father's Day. Just shout. Matter of fact, y'all do y'all get y'all Father's Day things. I did mine at the beginning yeah. of the show before we wrap up. I like to wish happy on, Father's boo -boo. Day to my dad. Come on, boo. Uh, I know he probably somewhere probably cooking a bomb meal somewhere. Work. I know he is. <laughs> I'm coming over to the house. I'm coming get my plate. And I, uh, happy Father's Day to every other male in my family that have made an impact in my life as a motivation and a hero. Happy Father's Day to y'all. And I would like to send a happy Father's Day to my daddy. I'm a daddy's girl. Uh, I appreciate you. I love you so much. A happy Father's Day to my husband. Is such a wonderful father. And an uncle dad to my nieces that we raising. Uh, happy Father's Day to Duck, Donald, my son's godfather, my brother Kevin, all the men who's been instrumental to the upbringing of my son's life, my life, my uncles, uh, even the cousins that step in to take in the road to raise children. So happy Father's Day to everyone. So I just wanted to say before we wrap it up, man, happy Father's Day, fellas, my brothers, brothers from another, everybody, fellas, man, listen. Keep doing what you do. I know there's some stand-up dudes out there really living that life for their, their, their kids, and, and I appreciate you. Whether anybody else does, know all love, all the time. Get it out and driven. Abstract excellence, baby. Tell them what time it is.
Jesus paved the way, I'm just trying to be a clone Yeah, I serve a king that's forever on the throne Might see me rolling solo, but I'm never alone So the places that I've been, I ain't get there on my own It's been a lot of speculation, like I gotta get me to me I am no one special, I just know I got that favor on me You can look as close as you want and shine a light on my flaws All you'll observe is a constant move of God I'm in awe very often, gotta put a praise on it There was a coffin with my name on it, God hands stayed on me Broke every chain on me I'm amazed by his grace, homie Redeemed if you 